listeners, you are listening to a another episode of That's Entertainment. I'm your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone, and with me as always, live from Hampton, Maine, here is my co-host, Aunt Beth Woods. Aunt Beth, how are you? I'm great. I'm uh, feeling like it's summertime, so it's making me happy. Well, <laughs> except yesterday was really hot although you guys were probably even hotter so it was mid 80s here which is it was about, about it was about the same for us okay today was beautiful though but the dogs were so hot yesterday i felt bad for them <laughs> it's supposed to be a rainy and cool memorial day weekend for us it's gonna be in like the 60s and 50s is that what you're getting I think 60s and um, rain on sad Sunday and Monday. So not a great weekend, yeah. yeah. By Monday, it's supposed to clear up down in the, the mid-Atlantic. So Memorial Day itself is supposed to be nice. Oh, okay. I think we're, we're getting it then. So. <laughs> well, we can and I'm f- excited that we have a special guest tonight. Yes, we do. We can find out. He's uh, fairly close geographically to where I am, but sometimes it's a little different. Maybe we'll, we'll find out in a second. Yeah, we have a very special guest. He's coming to us live from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Please welcome my uncle, Martin Malone. Good to see you guys. Yes, Uncle Martin, he's a retired professor of sociology, and uh, long-time listeners, you might remember him. This is his first time on a full-length episode, but you might remember him from our Black Friday family check-in episode where he read a poem about Black Friday. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. That's right. And yeah, he's what also- is your weather down uh, there? We had hail yesterday. Oh, wow. It was supposed to start at one o'clock and around two, I said, the sky's bright and clear. We're not going to get any storm. And about 3.30, it just came through and it was like sheets of rain. And then I was out in the car and hail was hitting the car like boom, 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 boom. Oh my God. And it really I... came. And then, you know, an hour, about half an hour later, it, it stopped. So yeah. it, it kind of blew through. And huh. Jeff, you probably got it then after we did we actually didn't, or well, we got some rain. It wasn't as, we were expecting thunderstorms, but it just was like steadily coming down for a few hours with the threat of thunderstorms, but oh, yeah. nothing too violent. I, we we had thunder and lightning. Yeah, you and it was probably in the high, nine, uh, high 80s here before that. Yeah, it was hot. Hot. Well, uh, we are recording over zoom as we usually do but our listeners might be interested to know aunt beth you and i saw each other in person just a handful of days ago for the first time since we started this podcast wow isn't that crazy and wouldn't you know uncle martin was there as well yeah that's so weird we were there for your sister's graduation from midwifery college if that's what you call it so it was so good to see you guys. I know. She took a whiff. <laughs> felt like forever. So yeah, we were all yeah. vaccinated, a fully vaccinated outdoor picnic. And I think we've got some more of those on the schedule, thankfully, the rest of this yeah. year. It was good. a beautiful day for it. It was beautiful just to sit outside. 
Yeah, it was so nice. And to see everybody. Yeah. And it was a, a fortuitous timing because I was able to uh, remind Uncle Martin, don't forget to do your homework for this episode. <laughs> yes. But I wasn't worried about that because we did uh, bring him in for a topic that he is fairly passionate about. Uh, we'd been, you know, Beth and I had been considering him as a potential guest for a while. And when the CW premiered its latest superhero show, Superman and Lois, we thought, oh, well, we can talk about the Caped Crusader in general. And uh, Martin will probably have some things to say about that. So yes. here we are. Okay, so we can start our topic on ham then. Yes. And, uh, before we do that, if uh, there's anyone listening, if this is your first episode you've ever caught, you uh, might want to know uh, what this podcast is all about, in case you just have your headphones on and you're all confused and just <laughs> flailing about wildly while you're you're waiting for an explanation. Well, here's an explanation. On That's Entertainment, we pick a pop culture topic, a new one each episode, and discuss it according to the three Fs, first, favorite, and forever. And uh, if you don't know what that means, you'll figure it out as we go along. And uh, as I just said, uh, I think less than a minute ago, the topic today is Superman, Superman and Lois specifically, but all about Superman his entire 80 plus year history. We're going to cover it all. Every last bit. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and do a little introduction to set the tone. And then we're going to go ahead and get into it. All right. So here is that introduction. Look up in the sky. It's a podcast about a bird. It's a podcast about a plane. It's a podcast about... Superman. Are you all uh, appropriately up, up, feeling up, up in a way, Aunt Beth and Uncle Martin? We're, we're excited. Okay. Yes. Well, let's do what we do first and go to the section called first, where we discuss our earliest memories of the topic at hand. So, uh, Uncle Martin, you are our guest. We'll let you go first. What are your earliest memories of Superman? This is a topic that is older than all of us. Mm. I think that, that might be a first for That's Entertainment. But, yeah, yeah so I, none of us were there for the birth of Superman. But, uh, yeah, Uncle Martin, what are your earliest memories? Which versions of him did you first encounter? I, I started saying a little while ago that it's hard to remember the first time I saw a Superman comic. I wish I still had whatever that one was it would have been from the mid 50s and by then we were into silver age superman as opposed to the golden age of superman which started in 1938 but i was remembering that jeff's father and and my brother and i yes past and future guests okay um <laughs> we used to ride our bikes up to cal's general store and go through the comic book racks. I think Tuesday or Wednesday, new comics came out and load up on DC comics. There really weren't many Marvel comics then. And load up on Green Lantern and Wonder Woman and Aquaman and John Jones, Man from Mars. And of course, Superman in both action comics, which where he started. And then a little bit later, Superman comics came out. 
Mm. And by the 1950s, there was Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, had her own comic book. And mm. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. And shortly after that, Supergirl appeared and Superboy appeared. And even Crypto, Superman's dog, had their own <laughs> comic book. Wow. They so all had their own? Every, yeah. But wow. everybody... But our, my earliest memories, as I said, are the Silver Age, which really began to domesticate Superman. He had been a, a, a rough and tumble character in the 30s and all through the 40s, of course, was helping with the war effort. Uh, in the 40s, a, a radio program series started and he was out there selling war bonds and fighting Nazis. Hmm. Um, but the Superman that I first encountered was you know, in 1950s post-war America and the comics code, which came in, I think early in the, I forget the date, early in the 50s, really got rid of a lot of the rough, the violent character and turned him into a much more domesticated um, American who was interested in, you know, justice for all and, and those sorts of things and then of course the tv show starts in i don't have the date in front of me must have been 55 56 i have 52 actually that 52. It oh wow and it went to 58 right yeah yeah okay so 52 so i i started watching that but not not when i was two years old yeah <laughs> so those are kind of the general uh, early memories. I have a question. How, how much do you remember how much the comic books were back then? 10 cents. <laughs> 10 cents. Yeah, and it was an outrage when they went up to 12 cents. Wow, and I'm not sure when that was, but I think probably by 1960 or the early 60s, they went up to 12 cents, but then wow. they were 10 cents. Sheesh. Do you know what they are now? If Have you bought one oh, lately? There, I because I, I go to a now they're specialty stores, so I go to a comic book store, and now I think they're $3.99, $4.99. Wait, hang on, oh. I've got one behind me. Mm -hmm. 10 cents that's crazy. I think they were about 250 on average when I was in high school, which was the height of my comic book collecting. Okay, so they'd be that was quite a not that long ago, but a while ago. Yeah, fifteen years it's ago. Three ninety nine yeah. for the standard. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wow. I'm looking at the current Captain America and Thor. Um, yeah, and, and they're all these are all three ninety three, uh, and some are four ninety nine. Yeah. Oh wow. But so they wow. have become. They're no longer for. They're no longer aimed at children. The nineteen fifties comics. The 1930s and 40s comics were aimed at GIs, and oh. that was the height of sales. Gastrointestinal? Uh, Good one. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, they, they worked on your digestion for you. No, they, they were um, very popular with the guys in the military. And, uh, you know, they, a lot of these guys did not have very high levels of reading skills. And so comic books became one of the preferred... Uh, forms of entertainment along with you know pulp fiction yeah and those kinds of things yeah they all love john travolta no not that <laughs> huh. but then okay. by the 50s they they really started changing their audience and aiming at 
kids. And a 12 year old, yeah. probably eight year old. Huh. Well, I said that I'm sure I must have seen my brother's comic books around the house and kind of have a slight memory of you guys. What I wouldn't have remembered cows, but I remembered you guys always buying them. But the really the first version I remember is the show that you mentioned, The Adventures of Superman. And obviously, if it was, I found it said 1952 to 58, and yeah. it starred George Reeves as Superman. Um, obviously, I wouldn't have been watching it then because I would have been two years old at the end of it. So, but I remember it on after school, like the, oh, in the probably, 60s. Yeah. Can, so that's when I would have. Syndication. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I would have watched it. Um, and it was just, I don't know. I hadn't, I guess I hadn't seen anything like that. So it was a lot of fun. It was, um, you know, he was portrayed as the savior of everybody. And so it was kind of fun to see, you know, if anytime you're in trouble, this man comes and saves the day. <laughs> that was yeah. exciting. And it was fun to see he was, had the you know his alter ego he was Clark Kent and then he'd go in the on those shows he always went in the phone booth and changed into Superman but we right. used to joke and say how come people couldn't tell because he didn't look much different when he was Superman he wore glasses. <laughs> yeah so um which is but yeah that's my which is funny that in in uh we'll, we'll get to this a little bit later but in Superman and Lois when he reveals himself to his son, his twin sons, um, and says he's Superman, and they don't believe him, he takes off his glasses, and they go, "Oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. You made me think I was crazy. They put me on bills. All it took was taking off the glasses. Yeah, that's so <laughs> yeah. funny. Oh, but anyway, yeah, that's that's what my earliest memory was. How about you, Jeff? I'm not sure. It's hard to pinpoint what the very first memory I ever had was. I know, I'm pretty sure I watched the Christopher Reeve 1978 movie at a young age. And yeah. I... No relation. Correct, yes. Christopher and George. And the yeah, cover that's... of Action Comics number one, that's one of those iconic images that just like... If you've been alive since 1938, you've seen it or you've seen the parodies and homages of it. So I know, you know I just I've seen that at some point. It's like always been a part of my memory. But the first version that I remember being a fan of regularly watching was the 90s TV show Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman um. with, with Dean Kane as Clark Kent and Terry Hatcher as Lois, which was like the, it was a superhero slash workplace show. It was kind of a screwball. I guess it was a bit of an homage to kind of like His Girl Friday type of uh, uh, news comedy things. Uh. So, but I, it was called, I, so that ran from 93 to 97. So I was five years old when it premiered. So it was definitely something I was watching from a young age, but even at the time I had a sense of like, this wasn't the first version of Superman I encountered. And I mean, it was right there in the title, the new adventures of Superman. It, it let you mm -hmm. know like this, this is mm -hmm. a different version. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I never watched that one when that was on. I remember. I don't know why. I just didn't. But, uh, well, it, it, I saw maybe me, an episode or two. But it, it, yeah. yeah, to me, it, Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher were like two of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. She got her start there, right? Yeah, as far as I know. And did he, was that his first role too, Dean Cain? He'd probably been in other things, but that was his first really high profile role as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. Okay, so um, now we're talking about our favorite, and there's yeah, a lot to choose, lot gonna, to choose from. Yes, so much to choose from. Yeah, how do you narrow it down? But that's what we're gonna do right now. We're moving on to the favorite section, where we uh, talk about what what is our favorite version of Superman, whether from the comics or the movies or the TV shows or the radio shows or the are there podcasts about superman well let's hear it uncle martin what are you what's your favorite uh oddly enough i think the christopher reeve movie was still the first one was still the best maybe because it was the first of the new movies and introduced a whole new um genre but christopher reeve was just so good in that and the last couple of dc superhero movies have really been very disappointing they just have not been well uh well zach snyder said that that marvel comics has a lock on the um the comic operatic versions of superheroes so dc really can't do that but they don't seem to be doing a very good job but in any case the the christopher reeve movie really just presented a a, a great likable character uh mm-hmm. and then of course who what what was it was margot hemingway lois lane who, no who was lois lane margot Mar- kidder yeah margot yeah. kidder yeah and the two of them made a great combination yeah so even having you know by that time i was i was 28 and um i had been you know reading superman for um probably 20 years or more uh but I thought they did a really good. I by by the time I was 28, I had stopped following the um, DC comics. But I thought they did the, the best job before or since. Yeah, it was really yeah. a, a standard setting type of movie. It's it's impossible not to be in its shadow for everything that comes after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember really enjoying that. I wrote it. Also had Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman, and I should rewatch it because that was so long ago. Yeah, yeah I but, mean, people talk nowadays like, "Oh man, every actor is in a Marvel movie." You know, it's it's no big deal for right. an Os- Oscar-winning actor to be in a superhero movie, but that was true forty years ago. They got those those big names. Yeah, Although, well, I know that's uh, crazy, but so that- Marlon Brando was his father, right? Yeah, was Jarrell? Yeah, and who Gene Hackman play? Luther. Like, yeah, he was Lex Luther. Oh, he was actually Lex Luther. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I really enjoyed that, but my favorite has to be the TV show Smallville, um, which aired from 2001 to 2011, and it shows Clark Kent in his teenage years as he's coming to grips with his superpowers. And it was really fun to see him like in his younger years uh, because the 
versions I had previously seen, he, he was a, it was a grown up Superman. Um, and so that was t- for 10 seasons. I, but I really enjoyed it. And Wesley started what my son started watching it with me and um, we all just got very into it. So I really loved it. I don't know if you guys watched that or not. Um, yeah, I watched it, the, all, all the way through. It got a little strange at the end. The later seasons were a little weird. Yeah, I can't remember offhand, but I yeah, it was fun. It was really good. It had um, what's it? uh, Well, Tom Welling. Tom Welling played him, and then he, you know, it showed up his relationship with Jimmy Olsen and uh, Lo. Well, Lois came on later because first he had a thing for Lana Lang. Um, right. And the guy that played Lex Luthor was really good. It was a good show. I enjoyed that. It was so. kind of back in the spotlight in recent years a little bit for the wrong reasons because Allison Mack, who played Chloe, was yes mixed up she, with the Nixium cult. Yeah, I saw that a special on that, and sh- that was very creepy. Yeah. But we won't get into that. <laughs> yeah, that's another whole episode worthy yeah. discussion. <laughs> I've watched some of the Supergirl um, the series, current which I series? thought they did a pretty good job. But I'm sorry I didn't see Smallville. I should go back and try and watch some of those. Um, yeah, I wonder if you if it's on uh, It might Netflix. be on Hulu. Yeah, I think you'd yeah. like it. I mean, I don't know if it's dated because it was 20 years ago, but the time... Yeah. Annette O'Toole played his mom. You've seen her before. And who played his dad again? John Schneider, John Schneider. yeah, you would recognize them. Well, he was on the Dukes of Hazard, wasn't he? Oh yeah, that's right. oh yeah. Was he one of the young guys? He was. Yeah. He was Bo Duke. <laughs> he was Bo Duke. That's Bo right. Duke. <laughs> <laughs> he was good as his dad. So. Yeah, it looks so like it? it's it's on Hulu. So if anyone wants oh. to stream it, you can uh, oh, check okay. it out there. I will check that out, Jeff. What? Yeah. So your favorite is the is um, the Smallville. Version. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, the um, Lois and Clark version. Well, no, that was the the first one. I was that was my first version, but my favorite. So I the Christopher Reeve is is probably my favorite movie version, and I'll give an honorable mention to Brown, Brandon Routh and who played him in Superman Returns, which I think is an often underrated Superman movie, and then. As far as comic book stories go, there's one that I really liked called Red Sun, which came out in 2003. It's about what if Superman grew up in uh, the Soviet Union instead of America? Ooh. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's called Red Sun. Red Sun, yeah. But I, I was, uh, as I was preparing for this episode, and I thought about it, and I'm like, which, you know... Which version actually brought me the most joy, brought the biggest smile to my face? And honestly, the answer is the American Express commercials from about 20 (laughs) years ago with Jerry Seinfeld and an animated version of Superman voiced by Patrick Warburton, who who also played Putty on Seinfeld. And Jerry Seinfeld is, is famously a big Superman fan. So in, yeah. I think they did like two or three versions of this commercial. And in one of them, they're 
walking down the street and Superman's like, oh no, Lois is in trouble. And Jerry's like, did you see her by looking through that wall? He's like, well, yeah, it's because it's glass. <laughs> and then they, they go in and like Lois is having trouble paying for their groceries. So Jerry, Jerry saves the day by whipping out his American Express card. Oh. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I can, I'll have to look to see if I can find that. I can't carry money in this. I'm powerless. I'm not. What's with the spinning? He idolizes me. It's embarrassing. My hero. What's that? It's a huge comet hurtling perilously towards Earth. We're doomed! I think you better get this one. So that was like 20 years ago? Yeah, I think okay. it was right around the time that Seinfeld ended. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I remember reading about that somewhere. And, and I knew that Jerry Seinfeld was a big uh, fan, but I don't remember where I read about it. I'll look, see if I can find it. So that's your all-time favorite. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just as, as I was doing my research, I remembered that. I'm like, those are pretty funny commercials. <laughs> all right so now we've distilled our favorites down so with that that wraps up that section and uh before we get to the forever section we usually do a little trivia break and beth do you have any trivia questions for me and i have one uh oh, i have two actually because okay um and i wouldn't have known either of these because you guys know way more about superman than me but we'll see if you know this one what is Clark Kent's middle name? Does anybody know oh. that? That was on one of the uh, trivia things I looked up. I don't know if they name. ever even, do they ever even mention it? Not that I can recall. Yeah. Did you see it somewhere? I don't. Did no, have- just in a question. So it's pretty obscure. So I'll just, it's Joseph. Clark Joseph Kent. <laughs> So I'll give you this one you may know. What color? Go ahead, sir. I was going to say, Joe Schuster was the artist. Jerry Siegel. Oh, okay. I wonder if he... I know, I was trying to think if it had any kind of significance or not. Okay. What color kryptonite can permanently rob Superman of his superpowers? Permanently rob him. I know that one. You know? Uh, Isn't it red? No. No, it's not gold. Red. gold. Yeah, gold. I didn't red even know they were all him... different colors kryptonite. So yeah, red makes them do all kinds of weird stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's white and gold. Wow. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that was my. Did you come up with any trivia, Mark? Um. What did I say? Oh, I just had something in mind. <laughs> Um, <laughs> give me a minute. Come back to me. Okay. I'm sorry. We'll go, I had we'll a go back. <laughs> and then I got involved in kryptonite. Yeah. Uh, I've got. Oh, I know what mine was. I thought okay. it. Go ahead. What was the um the fir- the first newspaper he worked for? That I mean, the name of it in the early comics was not the Daily Planet. Oh. That became later, so it had a different name. Not that mm. different. Um, the Weekly Planet. <laughs> it was the Daily Star. Yeah. Oh. And they okay. also Perry White's name does not get mentioned until well along. He's just called Boss. Oh, and, that's and funny. Guess, <laughs> that's editor. 
Huh. All right, so mine, this might be tricky for you because this is more, this, it's a two-part question, but it's, it's more my era than yours, but let's see if we can figure it out. So respectively, what two bands with numbers in their names are known for the songs Superman, It's Not Easy, and Kryptonite? So the one song is, so it's two different bands, one song each. I know the second one. I don't know the first one. So what's the song called? Superman what? Superman in parentheses, it's not easy, close parentheses. I don't know that one. I don't know. But you know the other one? I think I do. Three Doors Down? That's correct. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, I, I never heard of either of those. What okay. are those from? What's, what's the that? first one? When are those from? Kryptonite it was, uh, is from 2000 and Superman, it? It's Not Easy, is from 2001. Oh, okay. And who sang that one? So it's, uh, well, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Two more than three. Five. <laughs> and there's alliteration in the band's name. Five-fingered. Five <laughs> Not five-fingered death punch, now. <laughs> it's three words, all starting with F. Yeah, I have no idea. I probably Foo Fighters know. Five. You're kind of no. <laughs> close. You got well. You kind of got two of the words. Five fighter, five something fighters. Well, five five comes first, and then something, and then fighters. Fight, fight a different uh, version of fight. Oh, fighting. Well, yes, that's it. Is that the second word? That's the third word. Oh, five blank. Five something fighting. Yeah. Five fighters fighting for. The, the middle word is a preposition. <laughs> Five for fighting. Correct. Yeah, I actually I have heard of oh. that. Oh my god, that's a good uh, oh, trivia okay. question. Five for though. fighting. Boy, I don't know either of those groups. Uh, and that, well, and those aren't the only songs in history about that reference Superman. The Kinks have a song about Superman. Yeah. I just yeah. I forget. Yeah, the Kinks have one. And of course, Donovan has Sunshine Superman. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. That would have been a good and Green Lantern got nothing on me. Yeah, we should have uh, listed them all. Huh. That's a good yeah, one. The Kinks has a good one. That's right. Yeah. That could yeah. be like for a, a good question for like a trivia round where it's like <laughs> a scramble where it's like I'm giving you a topic and write as many as you can in like 30 seconds or something. Like write down yeah. all the songs about Superman you can yeah. think of. But then when you, you can't think of any when you're <laughs> when they do that. Oh and then of course Jim Croce. Oh yeah phrase, what's that? You don't tug on oh, Superman's cape. Yeah. So Is that a euphemism? Uh, I, I probably <laughs> I'm I'm here. I'm just getting something. Okay, we're going. Well, speaking of f words, that's a common uh -oh. thing we have going on, and that's entertainment. We've already covered first and favorite, and now we're on to forever, the final section where we take stock of where we are and where we're going. And where we are right now with Superman is the new CW series from the the Arrowverse. The CW has been. Uh, Ever since Arrow debuted in 2012, it's had other 
superhero DC superhero shows take place in the same multiverse and Superman and Lois is the latest version just premiered this year back in February and I believe seven episodes have aired so far it stars Tyler Hecklin as Clark Kent and oh geez who's the who plays Lois Elizabeth Tulloch I think is her name that's correct she was on Grimm that's the only reason I know I had watched her on Grimm so it's about uh, the two of them moving back to Smallville after Clark's mom, Martha, passes away. They inherit the the Kent farm, and they're raising their two teenage sons and uh, taking care of uh, fighting some baddies that make their way into Smallville. So let's see. As of this recording, seven episodes have aired so far. Uh, Uncle Martin, what are your thoughts about it so far? What do you think it adds to the Superman mythos? It's it's interesting that it kind of updates it with evil businessmen. Uh, that seems to be a theme in in modern times. Um, that this evil guy is trying to take over Smallville, and he's an untrustworthy, dirty businessman. Who's and of course he's Lois's boss until she, you know, says, uh, "I quit." Uh, <laughs> but. Um, I, th- I thought that was interesting. And then, of course, the idea of having uh, twin sons, but one of whom has emotional issues, uh, you know, is, again, something you would have never seen 10 years ago, probably, or 20 years ago. Uh, so it's it's all these things that are very contemporary. Yeah. Um, so I, I've only seen a couple of the episodes. I thought they were pretty interesting. Have you and, watched you know, many the, of the other CW DC shows? I watched Arrow for, for a couple of seasons and I liked it for, for a while and then it got very soap opera-ish mm-hmm. and it became more, you know, family problems and uh, Arrow's mother and all of the problems with that. I've watched, oh, quite a few of the Flash episodes and Supergirl um, are... are granddaughter your nieces or your cousins and nieces um elsa and mia love supergirl they watch that on a regular basis i thought flash was pretty good and again they've they've kind of updated these things in various ways and i watched what's the one where they're the time travelers it's it's like what is it legends of tomorrow Legends oh. of Tomorrow, right. That's kind of, I only, I've seen maybe four or five. I thought that was kind of interesting. I watched the first episode of that and I thought it was really bad, but apparently <laughs> it's got so much better since then. And some of my friends who are even more into superhero shows than I am say that that's one of the best shows on TV, that that's the best superhero show really? currently airing. Yeah. Oh. Like it, it eventually, like, freed itself up to just tell whatever type of story it wanted to like it could be you know they time travel to different eras and different places so it can be any show any type of show on any given episode yeah i haven't seen it in in quite i saw you know maybe four or five episodes when it first started and then i haven't watched how long has it been on now the third fourth season i think it's it's fifth maybe really okay yeah, I haven't watched that one. Let's see. It's uh, it's sixth season just wow. started. Yeah. Okay. Arrow isn't still on, is it? 
No, that ended last year, I believe. Oh. The right. Flash still is. That's been on a long time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's, it's fun it's... how these characters appear in each other's shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like that that part. Who's the, the producer of these? I forget. What's his name? Who's the creator of Arrowverse? Uh, Greg Berlanti. Yeah. Berlanti, yes. And he's behind all of these things, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot because I feel like now since... From the start to now, I've gotten to see Superman through the ages <laughs> with yes. uh, Smallville. I saw him as a teenager, the adventures of Superman. He was an early 20s, probably, and now he's a, a husband and a father. So it's kind right. of a family man. So I like that, seeing that part of it. Um, and it's interesting to see with the twins, um, now that Jordan has the has powers and to see how that affects the, the two brothers relationships right. and and how that affects uh, super you know how Superman relates to his son and so I yeah I wasn't sure because I didn't like I said I didn't watch the um, Lois and Clark but I thought I had read about this and I thought oh I'll give it a try and um, I think it, I think they're doing a pretty good job with it so I did watch, I think maybe the only other one I watched was The Flash, and I watched that for quite a few seasons, but then the same thing towards the end, I was like, eh, I'm, I'm going to stop. <laughs> so, yes. But um, I, I think superhero series have a built-in problem that, you know, you have to have, it was like, what, what was that series with David Carradine Kung Fu or... Where oh, yeah. you knew in every episode it had to end up with him beating somebody up. Yeah. And, so it's... and in these, you always have to have a big fight at some point. Yeah. So this opens with him fighting yes. Lex Luthor in you know in a couple in those first couple episodes. Um, so you always have to have a fight, but the tension is that you know it's not a sitcom. It's kind of part drama, part action, and the drama always becomes soap opera-ish. Yeah, and family issues and emotional issues, and so there's always that tension. Like in a in a movie, you can just you've got 90 minutes or whatever to just have kind of pure action and yeah. connecting scenes between them. But when you've got one season after another to fill, you have to do more than that. Yeah, and so, well, so um, after a while, it can become kind of kind of tedious. Yeah, I think. It's, I think with the flash, I, I really enjoyed it, but I think it's just going on too long now. Yeah. So they should have a little limit. I do like, cause I'm not into just action movies. So for me, I like the element of it, not just being an action show, having a little more depth, I guess. Yeah. Right. And that's true. It tries to give more of a, a more, a richer story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I honestly wouldn't hate it if, like, they just decided to do an entire season of this where there's no villains, no, or at least no super villains. Let's say, yeah. like, maybe there's. So you know, it starts off with Lois, you know, having a conflict with the big corporate newspaper that she is working at. Maybe you could have a season-long arc about that, where like. I don't know, maybe like Clark and Lois team up together to take down some major corporation that's polluting America or something. 
Right, yeah. Instead of a bad guy. Well, yeah. still a bad guy, but yeah. So are you're enjoying this season though, right? Or this what you call it, adaptation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean I like that it's we really haven't seen Superman as a dad before. Yeah. Like, no. There have been some instances, but this is like he's full time dad. He knows his kids. He's he's known them their whole lives. He's he's committed to domestic life while still also committing to superherodom. And so you like, you know, it's funny. It's like wow, it really took us this many decades to get to yeah. that point. Like I'm sure it's been covered in the comics at some point before, but this is the ver. Uh, an on-screen version is going to have a bigger reach. I don't know if he ever marries Lois. Does he marry yeah, Lois in the comics at some point? I feel like I've seen a cover where it's like Superman and Lois's wedding. Maybe but, in yeah, the 80s or 90s. They're ten, they tend to be imaginary or fantasies or you know, oh, they, yeah. the cover shows something like the death of Superman. You know, And then of course he comes back shortly after that and a lot of times with those things and i'm not sure maybe they did get married in the 80s or 90s because i wasn't paying attention yeah i just looked up it now that superman the wedding album was published in 1996 oh okay featured the long awaiting waited wedding of superman and lois lane in dc comics continuity so it looks like it was whatever i mean that's post-crisis on infinite earth so whatever I guess, like by that point, they had the the continuity all together in one Earth. And but then when they had the reboot a few years back, what maybe six or seven years ago, and they started fresh from everything, they just dropped that storyline. And there's in the new new versions, Superman and uh, Wonder Woman have a kind of a hints at a romantic relationship. <laughs> In the com in the comics that are being in, in the put comics, out now, yeah. yeah, I could see that they're not. Yeah, in the movies they're not doing that, but no, um, yeah, in the comics I haven't I haven't picked up uh, a, a Superman comic in in the last year anyway. But that that was one of the things that was going on uh, when they Jeff, do you remember what year it was that they that they reissued all the DC characters? They started renumbering and everything started anew and it must have been 2012 13 somewhere around there maybe i'm not sure you know they feel like since i graduated from college a year ago feels like the same as eight years ago so yes i'm sure it was the past 10 years but yeah oh i'll say that to people i'll say a few years ago and, and jane will say that was 20 years ago <laughs> Oh, that's scary. All right. So I have one last question for us. If uh, So is there any Superman story yet to be told that we would like to see happen? Mm. I didn't really think of that. I, I, I forgot that question. So <laughs> it, it is a challenging one. So I know. You know, yeah. it's one that you see on a test and you're like, oh, boy, nothing's coming to mind <laughs> right away. I'll, I'll come back to it later once I've answered everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to trying to think of that. Um, I know in yeah in the Christopher Reeve movies they had as we were saying before Marlon Brando played his father, but it would be 
I don't know how you would do it because the planet was destroyed, so Superman was never there. But to get, although time travel shows up in all these things, um, to get more of the culture of Krypton and that whole thing, that would be a whole, I mean, that would be a whole different story. There was, yeah. there was a story arc, um, it's, I forget when, where he goes back, he does go back in time and meets his parents as uh, a young couple and falls in love with a Kryptonian woman. But unfortunately, uh-huh. he knows what's going to happen. Uh, and of course, she has an LL name, like all of his girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and they're passionately in love, but he has to leave because the planet's going to blow up and there's nothing he can do about it. Hmm. But something do you know why that, they, they all have the LL? I've, where that- I've read about that for you. Lex Luthor, Lana Lang, Lois yeah. Lane. Um, and I don't know. I've, I've seen people talk about it and I've never seen an answer. And mm-hmm. it's not the creators. Yeah. Um, I mean, their names weren't that. So who knows what that was? Yeah, I, I can't really think of anything. I like when you said that, though, that he saw his parents as a young couple. That sounds that would be a fun yeah. kind of thing. But I didn't I didn't think of any other uh, adventures for him. Uncle Martin, I looked up what you just mentioned. It looks like it might be from 1960 called Superman's Return to Krypton. Oh, and he okay. falls in love with a Kryptonian actress named Lila Lyrell. <laughs> yes, that's what I, right. So 1960, hmm. wow. Okay, I didn't realize it was... So I was probably still buying probably still buying comics then. Because I, I kind of had this memory of it. But yeah, time travel is always one of these things you can do anything with. It yeah. would be fun to have a whole prequel series just on Krypton and Kryptonian uh, culture. Yeah, that's um, kind of how the uh, Man of Steel, the Zack Snyder, his first, the first Zack Snyder DC movie. That's how it started. That's true, right? And you do have, yeah, you do have a long lead-in hmm. to, to, be, to before he gets um, sent off. Uh, so just a, on a. Um, a side note, somebody, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster were both Jewish. They were non-practicing Jews. But a number of people have pointed out that uh, the baby arriving in a ship and being adopted by a new family is very much like Moses being sent down the river in a, in a boat and being found by the Pharaoh's daughter and then not knowing his true identity uh, until later and, you know, kind of being in a, a, an alien culture. And of course, people have also written about his, he is an immigrant and he is an immigrant who can't go back to his original home. Mm-hmm. And somebody made an interesting point that kryptonite is the original green kryptonite is a, um, are remnants of his home, radioactive remnants. So like immigrants, they are pieces of your home that are painful to come back to because you can't go back to them. So it's huh. an intriguing thought. Yeah. Is, you know, can injure him in the sense huh. that he's trying to, that he can't go back. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Well, speaking of religion and culture, for an alter, for a, a, new potential version of Superman, I wrote down 
Buddhist Superman. <laughs> I don't know if anyone has a, a take that could work like that. Because I mean, it's I was just thinking like, what what's a really different culture that would be yeah. off, able to offer a new way of telling this story? <laughs> I mean, he couldn't go around beating people up, right? But, <laughs> but it would be interesting in, in general the whole different view of the world and the mm -hmm. uh, multiple lives and the meaning of why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that movie's going to get made. No. <laughs> but you could write it as, uh, what, fan literature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up. We've somehow managed to discuss everything there is to know about Superman. Mm -hmm. But uh, for the final, as uh, we get to say goodnight, we'll go ahead and uh, find out if any of us have anything to promote uh, so uh it's uncle martin do you have anything uh pr to promote or also is there anything you'd like to recommend that you can enjoy with your aunts and or nephews uh this is not about superman or comics this is about anything yeah just yeah. in general i thought ma rainey's black bottom was one of the best movies i've seen it's in, in a long time it's not a happy movie but it is a very intense and I can see why the, the two of them, um, what's your name? Viola Davis. Uh, Viola Davis and... Um, Chadwick. And, and Bo Chadwick Boseman uh, were nominated and should have, I think they should have gotten Best Actor and Best Actress. Their, their performances were, were just terrific. So anyway, that's just on something to promote. Is that something you could watch with your aunts and or, or nephews? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> As long well, as they're old nephews. enough. Yeah, not yeah. my granddaughters, but uh, no. <laughs> older yeah. nephews. Well, they're getting older. They might be. They might be mm. old enough soon to watch something like that. Probably, yeah. Oh, can't believe it. Elsa's Speaking of scared. just a few years ago, wasn't it just a few years ago that Maggie and Elsa were born? That's what it, it was, feels like. Well, I told was, uh, Riley that she's going into high school, and Riley's like, "No, I remember <laughs> her at when we were at the shore, and she was a year old." So, yeah. That's, well, she's 14. I know. It's crazy. Um, she's 14 okay. and she's in the eighth grade and she's taking trigonometry and pre-calculus. Oh my God. In eighth she was grade? Like, um, in, in uh, high school math. Um, wow. And so she'll be a freshman in, in high school next year in September. And yeah. so she's 14. Elsa will be 14 in um, July. In, yeah. yeah, in July. Uh, near other significant birthdays. Yes. <laughs> well, oh, and wasn't few... there a significant birthday just uh, recently? It was, like it was a national holiday. Yeah. That's right. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is wow. our, our birthday present for you this year, Uncle Martin, yeah. having well, you on you as a much. guest. To be on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. There is a few good things coming up. Well, tonight, I guess, is the Friends reunion. Oh, yes, it? Right. I think it's today on well, yeah. HBO. streaming now on Netflix, yeah. HBO or Max. Is it HBO, HBO yeah. HBO, yeah. Oh, HBO. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. The the Kaminsky method. Uh, is this the third third season? I think. Did you have you watched that, Mark? I With, need to go back to it. I watched the first few, and it was great. I know. And I was gonna say. I think you'd really like it, Michael it was Douglas. Michael and, Douglas and and who was uh, the other? Alan Arkin, but yes. he's not in this season. It's Kathleen Turner who's gonna be play his ex-wife. Oh, okay. so that's. That starts Friday, May tomorrow, May twenty eighth, and I, then a couple days ago, a 
recorded by yes, in terms right. of when this <laughs> episode's coming out. I need and then to get back in the to that Heights. Uh, oh yes, right. I'm really excited about that. That's coming out on theater in theaters and HBO both on June 11th. Yes, and in then, theaters. If you're if you're vaccinated, going to movie theaters is safe apparently. Yeah. It's hard though to go to that if it's also going to be on HBO to pay to see it. <laughs> But it's nice to see some things on a big screen. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the last one. You guys were just talking about this when we were together about the Tulsa massacre. Yeah. There's a show on the History Channel on May 30th called uh, Tulsa Burning the 1921 Race Massacre. So Ah. if you want to, yeah, and it's about that. So May 30th on the History Channel. Yeah. And so those were, oh, I'm sorry, Patrick. I no, I don't. I didn't know anything about it, so I'm gonna. I've already planned to tape it and watch it. Well, this isn't new, but if you're interested in that, I think wa- the new Watchmen series that oh, was on TV, but last year, or was it two years? But anyway, it was which, late 2019. Okay, really did. I mean, it, it's ba- it starts there. It's a whole different telling of the Watchmen story, but it starts yeah. with the horrors of the bombing of of Tulsa wow. in 1921. Um, yeah, so that's all, and they do a very good job with that, running, making to, that yeah. run through the show. I didn't have um, HBO at the time, so I didn't watch it, but now I should, uh, I can watch it, so. And what's, what's your name from Designing Women is? Uh, oh, uh, um, Jean Smart. Jean Smart, Jean Smart yeah. is an FBI she's, agent. Oh, okay. She, she's, she's really very okay. good as an FBI agent. She's in lots of things lately. Yeah. <laughs> She's got, that's another one I want to watch. It's called Hacks. Is that mm-hmm. what it, and yeah. she plays a, a comedian, stand-up comedian that she's supposed oh. to be good. So I want to watch that one too. I'll look for that. Okay, what, yeah, how about you, you Jeff? Well, as always, uh, Ken Jong, if you're listening, uh, remember you have an open invitation to appear on a, a guest, as a guest on this podcast whenever you'd like to. And a reminder to all of our listeners, if you review, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever podcast listening platform you use, we will read it on air. And uh, I have been wrapping up my coverage of SNL season 46 on my blog on jmoney.com. So you can see my picks for the, the best sketches and best hosts and episodes of the year. And I'll also mention uh, the new Rugrats reboot is on Paramount Plus. <laughs> I just started oh, you're watching kidding. it. Yeah, they brought back the Rugrats, and it's oh. if you've got young kids or if you know you, you watched it yourself growing up in the '90s, you might enjoy it. I watched the first episode, and it was I wasn't sure how much I'd like it, but it, I enjoyed it so far. So, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Who would have thought they'd bring that back? Yeah. I know that's funny. Well, you know, it's funny. They've got like the same. The kids are the the adults have different voices, but the kids have all the same voices. Oh, is it so, really? The yeah, same? back when they originally on, it was like thirty year olds voicing babies. <laughs> now it's like sixty year olds voicing the babies. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> um, yeah. So and also, uh, so. One thing we've mentioned before, if you like our show, please, we'd like to give you an assignment. Please recommend it to at least two people you know. And Uncle Martin, since you're our guest, we'd like you to recommend it to at least four people. 
But okay. really, if you, if you could uh, recommend it to all of your former colleagues and students, that would be great. That would be oh. awesome as well. If you can make, uh, yeah, if you can make that's entertainment a sensation on the Mount St. Mary's campus, that would there be, we go. That would be something. Now, when when is I mean, I know you're recording this. Is it going out live right now? Not unless someone is picking us up via pirate radio. No, it, oh, it's okay. it's uh, we record it and then I edit it and it goes. I post uh, new episodes every Sunday, so this will be up Sunday the thirtieth. Ah, okay. And how? I guess you just go to podcasts and yeah, and look for that Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. You know, just Google search that's on entertainment, and you'll right. you'll be able to find it. Okay. I have some former colleagues who are comic book fans. All right. Oh, yeah. We should tell them to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and I'll mention it on my Facebook page. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well, not my page, but my, yeah, my feed. All uh, right. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so remember uh, to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I guess it's time to say goodbye. So, uh, yeah. Jeff, I'll I enter one last any time on Sunday or will it be It'll be midnight Eastern time. So you can stay oh, up late on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Well, it's, unless you're in, like if you're in China or something, right. you might have to wait <laughs> until like noon or so. Okay, well, I will say what is good night. And I'll That's say, nice. keep your remotes handy and your eyes open. And I'll say, looking forward to traveling to Maine and in just in a little less than a month. I know. I can't wait.